a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blunt. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Episode 37, in studio we have the Scott. I'm here, baby. We got Frank Knox. I'm back. That's right, and your host, the P to the double E-Z. And we are here. Everyone else is on lockdown and quarantine, but nah, we are essential employees here, baby. We got a big show. Conspiracy theorist Robert Roselli will be on a 615 and talk about all his crazy theories about the coronavirus and all kinds of stuff. I can't wait to hear this. We got new parodies for this week. They've been on fire. The Scott's going to talk WrestleMania. <laughs> but no selling on the Scott two-day event, you know? Two-day event. It's going to be huge. And with Orlando threatening to close down a shelter in place, I mean, what's going to happen? We'll find out. Frank Knox is here with a special edition of his top five tonight. That's right, baby. We're going to talk about top five video games to play while in quarantine. Can't wait. <laughs> You know, sports, and, uh, sports are lacking this week. No, there's no sports. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. There's literally nothing going on right now. There's like cherry uh, pit spitting contest and cornhole and anything <laughs> corn else hole. on ESPN. The Ocho has been <laughs> pretty fire. And today was supposed to be opening day for baseball. That's right. Very sad. Very sad. Man, if you're tuning in on the Facebook live stream, what a do. We are here. RTFSportsNetwork.com. We are live, baby. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big episode. I mean, right Huge. now, Frank Knox, back from quarantine, is I'm, the biggest news. I'm back, man. From lockdown to in studio, I'm back. You're here and you're live. Yeah, well, I'm here. I'm live. Call in eight six zero three eight four seven one one zero. 
phone lines are open. As we always. We want to hear from you while you're self-isolating and social distancing. <laughs> I figure with everybody self-isolating and whatever that uh, shows might be popping tonight. No, nothing, no one's doing anything else, you know? <laughs> so I hope that if you are sitting home and you are practicing social distancing like we are not... <laughs> And uh, whatever, you're tuned in to the show because that is what it do. What you it know? is. Definitely, definitely what it is. We got, I'm just, I'm so pumped for today. I'm so pumped to have the gang back together, you know? That's really what I'm talking about. I mean, the gang, the gang gang is back, baby. The gang gang is back. Gang gang. We've been doing the, the phone interviews. The yeah. phone, oh, Frank knocks me a satellite. Telecommunications, <laughs> the, the new wave, man. While everyone's on quarantine and lockdown, the only people eating heavy are your Skypes, your Zooms, your StreamYards, anyone that's offering video conferences. I think that's the problem, though, is all everyone's doing is eating heavy. It's very true. <laughs> you know? that's I think that's half my problem. Same. That, I had to put the sweats on today, bro. Dude, I'm actually, I think for the first time in 35 episodes... I'm wearing jeans. Wow. <laughs> and no one can usually see in the podcast, but I'm usually straight up gray sweatpants. Yeah, I, <laughs> you I, know? Took, I took your place today, baby. I got, the gray, got the gray sweats on. Got the gray sweats? Damn, I don't feel like I'm slacking. I'm going to be sitting in these jeans sweating my balls off now. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Sweat my balls off. Sweating my balls off. <laughs> you already know. We're about to get this thing started. Before we go any further, we got my favorite part of the show and yours. The ceremonial lighting of the blunt. Right here, I got a king palm loaded, and it's going to go down with the loudest of verb. So I asked you guys, are you ready? I'm here, man. I'm back. I'm ready. Ready, PZ. <laughs> I said, are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. That doesn't sound convincing enough, guys. I'm going to ask you again. Are you ready? And now we're talking, baby. Then, for the three of us in this podcast studio, in the hundreds, listening at home at rtfsportsnetwork.com or streaming live on the Facebook live stream. Oh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. It's gonna... It feels good to be back. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You better not get me sick now. I hope you're not contagious. I mean, I'm in the clear. You're in the clear? For now, you know. I'm in the clear for now. Hopefully forever, man. That would suck to be in quarantine and then have to go back to quarantine. Can you imagine? Then, now, and forever. (laughs) Can you imagine, though, having to go back into quarantine? That's what I'm worried about. It's like now that I'm back, I have to be very cautious of my interactions because I don't want to go back into quarantine. Well, I don't, who would want to go back into yeah. quarantine, you know? I mean, honestly, who would? If I was there, you spent a solid seven days mandatory lockdown in the house. In the house. In the house. Couldn't come out while you were waiting for your COVID-19 test results, you know? You're waiting and you sat home and you did nothing. You couldn't leave. 
Everyone had to bring uh, you shit. I couldn't hate, do anything. Like you might as well would have worn an ankle bracelet. I ate That's like, what it feels like. He was on like, yeah, an ankle bracelet. I ate Absolutely. like a canyon. I jerked off more than Tyson Fury. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you should be ready for a boxing match then. I am. <laughs> That's right. Boxing that poontang pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we got the big blunt. So I'm sure the audience is wondering, what is the strain of the week? What well, is the strain of the week, PZ? Right here, I have a very special, special pickup I got. In this very King Palm, I have what they call triangle mints. Triangle mints. That's right. The genetics, triangle kush crossed with animal mints. It's got Girl Scout glue, uh, Girl Scout cookie genetics, sorry. They give the sativa dominant strain dense buds and a complex aroma that includes herbal spice and earthy flavors with diesel undertones. And the Girl Scout cookie and OG Kush influences are evident in the strain. I mean, the high packs of potent punch that may leave you stumped on the couch if you consume too much. And that says a lot for a sativa, which wow. is supposed to. Sativa, I'm surprised you're going with sativa. What do you mean? You're, you're more of an indica guy, I thought. I am, but bro, you know, when you try this, you're going to understand. Do you dare? Fresh off of quarantine. Hitting this first blunt. So it's coming out of quarantine, baby. Is he going to do it? Yeah, ho. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Can you believe it? I'm shocked. <laughs> there it is. That's great. <laughs> Tastes great. Yeah, well, I'm glad you feel that way. We all, not only that, we got something else special. And that is the beer of the week. You know, what, you know what else tastes great? Yeah, the beer of the week. That's right. So, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about the beer of the week? All right. So, the beer of the week. All right. It's called King Cluster. It comes from Alvarium uh, Brewing Company in New Britain, Connecticut. And this is before we've talked about our cluster nutter that they have, which is a, a salted peanut butter cup porter. And it's absolutely amazing. Which was around Halloween. Which it was. Was that a beer of the week, too? Yeah, I believe yeah. it was. So this is King Cluster, and it's basically that beer being aged in bourbon barrels, uh, and not just any bourbon barrels, Jim Bean Vanilla Oak bourbon barrels. Uh, it's a wow. 10%, and it's amazing. And the backstory behind this whole thing is I had to thank Peasy because Peasy's the one that got these beers, okay? They you slacked off two days in a row. Slacked off two days in a row. So this was what they did. <laughs> this beer, they released it yesterday morning. See, everything now you have to do online, right? Because the breweries aren't open. That's right. You can't drink inside any breweries anymore. You can't. So they still want to make their sales. So what they do is they do online orders, and then you go, and during the time frame, you got to go, and PZ will probably tell us the drive-through experience that he did. But this particular beer went on sale yesterday morning for the first time at 8 a.m., and I was there on my on my phone at 8 a.m. I had just gotten to work. I, I started supposed to start work at 8 a.m., and what is the first thing I'm doing is ordering beer. And I go in, and by 8.01, my credit card wouldn't go through because it was already sold out. Wow. Now, they only did... It's quicker than WrestleMania. Right? <laughs> they only did 94 packs, um, and you can, you can limit yourself to four four-packs. And by 8.01, in less than two minutes, they had already sold out. And then guess what? Today, 8 a.m., they did it again. Same thing. You got another shot tomorrow. I mean, I, until they sell out. I mean, obviously, they don't want a lot of people showing up because of social distancing. But, I mean, pff, my trick is tomorrow I got to try with Apple Pay. That was my mistake. I was actually typing in a 16. See, bro, I told you. I told you. I was on that 7.59. Today, so, today, I forgot. Today, I just set my alarm for 7.45. I wasn't even fully awake yet trying to order. So, I, I think I just forgot to do that. 
Well, you missed out, bro, because I seven fifty nine yesterday. Your boy went in, grabbed a couple four packs, popped them in the queue, and checked right out. By the time eight o'clock came, I was ready and already checked out. So you guys, you missed out, bro. You in and out, you lucky bastard. Very tasty beer. Absolutely amazing. I might as well join the crew here, you know. It's a a first time release. This is definitely this is the first time they've ever canned this. This is like the. like the King Julius to the, to the Julius, right? I would like, say so, yeah, because Julius is like Treehouse's flagship, and Cluster Nutter is definitely their flagship. So, and this is like the notch above the flagship. Absolutely, wow! And I'll tell you though, I went wow. to a different brewery yesterday, uh, New Park. It's right by my work, and the drive-through experience I had was just like ridiculous. A uh, lot of cars lined up, but basically, when one person's done, you get out of your car, you go to their takeout window. There's a spot to put your, uh, like a little gimmick to put your card in. You put your card in. The guy with gloves on will through <laughs> a little window. Where, where is this? This is New Park. He'll, he'll pass your, like, your beer through the window. But here's the thing. Are and they wiping like, down the, the window every time someone leaves? Because so I, didn't, I didn't like. That defeats the purpose. I was going back to my car. I didn't want to like watch everything because there were a lot of people waiting. But like he puts the beer literally. It's almost like a doggy door. <laughs> like a doggy door. That's that's what it seemed like. It's like those hood gas stations that don't allow people to come in because they get robbed all the yeah, time. Yeah, basically, it's just like yeah. that. Come on, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, man. What did a new blender come? And out? they ask you like not to get out of your car until the person before you has gone back in their car, so you can remain at least six feet social distancing. Did the new a new blender came out or? Uh, yeah, it was it was a new blender came out. So blenders, uh, one of the what they're known for, popular sour beer, and um. They had two available, and I think I actually got the um, like the last of the one that sold out previously. But they had just released a new one, and there were cars lined up. What uh, all two over flavors the place. did they have? It was a ruby, so a which I assume is grapefruit, yep. yeah, and a black and blue, which is I guess blackberry and blueberry. blueberry all right. Wow, which which I have here, so we'll try it in a little bit. Oh, you got that too? Mm-hmm. Surprised they didn't bring back the boysenberry because boysenberry is supposed to help you be immune from the coronavirus. <laughs> Is that true? Is that, that is what they true. said? Yeah. Is that what they said? Like, <laughs> it helps your immune system. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back from commercial, we're going to have conspiracy theorist Robert Roselli right here live on video sure. on the stream. And we're going to talk about all kinds of things, including the coronavirus right here on 2B Blunt Podcast. Stay tuned. Man, you alright, man? You man, tired? I haven't been sleeping that well. You ain't been sleeping? Man, I slept like a baby every damn night. Have you been doing anything different? I mean, I've been smoking plenty of weed, but I just can't get that weed sleep anymore. Man, <coughs> you gotta get <coughs> this new shit I got. <coughs> it's that purple pillow. The purple pillow? What's that? <coughs> A purple pillow is where they take a bunch of purple indica weed, the fluffiest of indicas, purple, and they stuff it in the pillow, you know? But it's softer than like Tempur-Pedic or anything like that. And you just get, you know, get you the aroma, get you in the good, you know, ready to go in the zone. And then they have this like state of the art system where they indica oil lace the fabric. They lace the fabric? With indica oils, bro. 
So wait, you're breathing in that fine aroma, that fine indica oil all night long. It's the ultimate relaxation. Sign me up. Then you need to get yourself a purple pillow, man. Hit up the IG or Facebook. We got more exclusives on the way. More exclusive. Less coronavirus. The first thing I turn on. To Be Blunt Podcast. To Be Blunt Podcast. We are back, baby. That's right. And we are joined by a very special guest right here that we're going to bring into the stream. Mr. Robert Roselli, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you guys? And thanks for having me. Thanks for joining the show, man. We got a lot to talk about. I've been doing a lot of research and reading up on you. And uh, I I know you have a lot of very interesting theories that I want to talk about. And I mean, the first thing we really want to touch on, of course, uh, is your background. How, how long... Uh, I mean, you put out a couple books now. You're you're you've got the website. How long have you actually been professionally like putting out knowledge about these uh, conspiracy theories, as most people would call them? I mean, what you would say would be facts, obviously, but well, yeah, it depends on which which side of the spectrum you're looking from. I mean, if you want to, you know, I'm a conspiracy cooper, conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. but oh, you know, that's fine. If you think that people that you know weapons of mass destruction and I didn't have sex with that woman and we all came from slime and carbon dioxide's a pollutant, you know, if you want to regard that as truth, I mean, uh, you know, as, long, as we go along here, you can see there's not a lot I can do to help you out. But <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I'd say basically going back to my college days, you know, I, you know, I was kind of a pseudo Christian, and, and let, let me just say this before we—I don't know how these interviews go, but you know. The most important thing is here to realize that the creator of the universe is in charge of this whole mess, and we can talk about that if you want. So, I mean, if you're putting your faith in Nancy Pelosi or uh, Joe Biden no or way, any one no of way. these um, uh, human excrements, and, I, and I'm being uh, generous, uh, in Washington, D.C., then, then really I, I can't help you either. But anyway, you know, to answer your question, you know, let's say we going back, you know, I did a report in you know, college on the AIDS virus and the man-made origin of AIDS. Of course, I was laughed at and mocked. And I, and I kind of backed off a little bit and I kind of left it behind. And, and uh, you know, I let Rush Limbaugh and, and Pat Robertson and these kinds of people do my thinking for me. And I, I, I didn't really want to think about it, to be honest. And this is some awful stuff. And, you know, I kind of gave up on it. And then, you know, and just, just circumstances, you know, about 10 years ago, I'd be since something's not right with the whole thing. I've always had this feeling that something's not right with, with everything. Just something's off. And I think people are finding that out. Uh, they're waking up to that fact that they're being lied to day after day by their so-called federal government. You know, we're the government and we're here to help. Remember Ronald Reagan's, you know, eight worst words and, you know, and whatever. But, um, <laughs> yep, yep. you know, so, so, so here we are. So, you know, I'd say about 10 years, you know, I, on and off, I, you know, I wrote a few books. Uh, I got a lot of information posted on my website and, uh, you know, I don't know what questions I'm going to get asked, and I may say some pretty seemingly outlandish stuff, but everything I say is fully corroborated on my website. There are links, there's bibliographies, there's footnotes, there's quotes. Uh, I've read a lot uh, of not of our the occultism uh, behind our so-called leaders, uh, and have no doubt they are heavily into the occult. Um, and, and you can read about all this. The website's boxofsunglasses.com. 
uh, and, and that's in honor of my favorite movie, John Carpenter's They Live, you know, when Roddy Piper finds the sunglasses and, and he puts them on. Oh, wow. and, that's right. You yep. know, <laughs> and, 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 and just think, just think back to the beginning of that movie, where I got the sunglasses from. Uh, it got it from a small Christian church run by a blind pastor. Um, and, I, and I'll say this, I don't want to record and say this, and, you know, people may say I'm crazy, and, and believe me, I've heard it all, I've heard worse, and I, and I really don't care, but um, my opinion, John Carpenter is probably um, the most Christian, or at least the most accurate Christian film producer out there, bar none, um, and I'll say that based on my research, I don't know who John Carpenter is, and I, you know, I don't know what his current status is, but not just They Live, but several of his movies, as far as I'm concerned, hit the nail on the head much more than he's uh, you know, a lot of these prophets of God, and I say prophets with an F uh, that we've been hearing about, and these prophecy experts, and, uh, you know, a lot of these um, so-called Christian leaders uh, that, that parade around. And I don't want to start naming names. I don't want to seem like I'm being too judgmental. But, but again, um, things are a lot more serious, a lot more profound, a lot more in our face than what we've been told by, by a lot of people uh, and so-called experts. And um, I hope that kind of yeah, that's the kind of the panoramic, and then I um, hope that answers your question, and then I guess we can take it from here. Yeah, you now you brought up your your first theory was that HIV was a man-made virus. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Well, here's the deal, okay? Um, and I'm not, I'm not a trained microbiologist. I, I don't consider myself particularly bright, you know, whatever. I mean, I got an engineering degree and, and, and all that, and, you know, but that, be that as it may, I mean, it just means I'm logical, scientifically minded, but um, you know, just, just based on my research, you know, people need to realize, um, none of, none of what they are telling us, they, there's that word they, that they live, but anyway, but, um, what was Who true? Is I mean, they? epidemiology is they the government? What's that? Is they the government when you keep referencing they? Are we yeah, talking it's about just, the government? You know, it's just, it's just, a, yeah, just like the movie they live with. Just like, you know, people say they, they would never allow that or they would never do that. I mean, who's they? Yeah, I, I guess the, the big, the, the big component of they would be the government, you know, the government, media, academic, economic complex. I mean, pretty much everything that really runs the world. Um, but, but anyway, um, to, to get back to your question, um, it, it just the epidemiology made no sense. I mean, you had a you had a virus just literally explode literally almost overnight, you know, in, in sub-Saharan Africa amongst a heterosexual black population all over Africa. And then amongst specific population, the homosexual population here in the United States, New York, L.A., San Fran, it was like five cities. And it was and they corresponded with vaccines, the WHO vaccine, uh, smallpox vaccine in Africa okay. and the hepatitis B vaccine in the United States. OK, so so how did it you know, simultaneous? And then if you really actually did some research, as I did, um, and, and you looked into it, there was actually a family of, of five viruses, HTLVs one through five, the most common, most prevalent one that we hear about, HTLV3, happened to be also named HIV, which was commonly known as the AIDS virus, okay? And it had nothing to do with green monkeys. And I'm not just saying this. I mean, I, I did a lot of research on this. I mean, it, it came from a combination of what's called sheep, visna, and, and bovine leukemia virus, okay? Combinations thereof, okay? Yep, and yep. Adapted, adapted to attack uh, human uh, T4 cells, Okay, so and T4 cells, you know, they're they're basically like the commanders of, of your of your white blood cells. I mean, more or less. And, I'm, and I'm, you know, so in other words, you had a had an unnatural animal virus that was never seen in humans before. You had five variants of it, basically, 
uh, specifically designed to attack the immune response of, of, of humans. It, it made no sense microbiologically, epidemiology. And then, of course, then you had this mysterious patient zero that everybody kept talking about. You know, he must have flown here from Africa, you know, some, some green monkey bit, bit some African on the butt or something, or they ate some monkey, and all of a sudden you had AIDS, you know, boom, AIDS all over Africa, and then and just so happened to, you know, hit five cities in the United States at the same time. And wow. this patient zero, and I just came across an article a few years ago, and, and, and patient zero, they found out, they all of a sudden the government found out it never, he never, he or she never existed. There was never a patient zero. So it was Magic Johnson. Well, yeah, you know, so yeah, so thirty years on, you know, look, and I, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but if you just look at it, and and, and then you, and you look at the current situation of this coronavirus, uh, it's got a lot of the genetic markers, the, the you know the spike proteins, and, and and I'm not a microbiologist again, but I, and I'm talking from a layman's perspective, but there are microbiologists. I do respect a lot smarter knowledge that I've been reading, uh, Dr. Lynn Horowitz, for example, out in California, but that are saying it's just not, again, it's not possible that the coronavirus has all these similarities uh, to the HIV virus and, and it be an accident. Now it's becoming more and more apparent that, you know, the similar pattern, you know, it was some foreign country, it was some mysterious animal virus, uh, but it's turning out, and there's a lot of people that are saying it, not just me, that it, it, it it emanated from the Wuhan, was it level four, uh, you know, Chinese um, biowarfare biowarfare research laboratory. Okay, so you're you're spe- you're saying that coronavirus is uh, also a man-made virus. It, it looks that way. I mean, it, look, there, there's again, there, there's there's people on both sides of the issue on this, but it, it's it's looking out like that. And if you look at the circumstantial evidence and the patterns. I mean, the pattern sure looks the same. Um, am I 100% sure? There's no 100% certainty on anything, but certainly the circumstances are exactly the same. Um, and then, you know, there was an arrest was it, a month ago, within the last couple of months, of a very high-level uh, um, professor from Harvard University. I can't remember his name right now, but he was pretty high up in the biochemistry department. He had access to a lot of top-secret information. He was recently arrested. Uh, going back and forth, you know, to the Wuhan uh, laboratory. You know, uh, Michael Savage had a story on last week. Several uh, Chinese exchange students were arrested in Canada. We the same kind of thing. You know, these universities do a lot of high-level micro research in microbiology. Again, going back and forth between the Wuhan lab. So you know, there's a lot going on. The mainstream news is not telling us. Um, so, you know, that leaves us, there's a lot of, Dots that I'm connecting here, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out here saying this guy is nuts. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and, and that's fine, you know. Then you know, but but you just need to look at the big picture. And then, of course, the people out there saying, "Well, why would the Chinese do this? You know, why would they? Why would they poison or you know the, kill the their own people?" But I mean, look look at Mao. I mean, look at Hitler. I mean, you think it's any any it's beyond any tyrant of history. Uh, Stalin, you know, to to sacrifice their own citizens for for the quote common good. So, I mean, if you think about it, you send a couple million biological bombs in, in China, you send them around the world, you take out your enemy, the United States, and maybe not, maybe you don't kill everybody necessarily, but you destroy the economy, you destroy their civil liberties. You know, what, Things what have been turned upside down right now. I mean, people, What's that? things have been turned upside down right now due to and this fast. coronavirus. And, 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 very, and very quickly, I mean, you get, you got, I mean, let's just let's just face it. It's borderline martial law in a lot of places. I mean, is it justified or not? I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, again, the severity of the epidemic. I mean, you know, it's, it's 
research is all over the map. And a lot of people I respect, and I'm not talking about CNN, Natural News, and you know, Dr. Ron Paul and people like this. I mean, there's a lot of conflicting information from a lot of sources, a lot of people whose intelligence I respect, you know, as far as the severity of it, but nobody can argue that it's turning the the constitution of this nation on its head. I mean, Meat stories coming out of Italy. I mean, it's, it's getting so bad. It's like an accelerated version of Orwell's 1984 over in Italy, the way people are writing each other out. It's crazy what's going on out there. It's absolutely um, wild. So th- th- things are happening way too quickly, I, I guess, is, is, is kind of the, 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 you know, the view from 10,000 feet up. But a lot of people are saying things aren't happening quick enough because still today there's you know 900,000 people swiping a Metro card. In the New York City subway stations. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, how you going to stop all that's going on for? Happening. But you know, you're starting to see the the walls are starting to close in. I mean, I was reading another article. I mean, you know, Chicago is, is, is approaching Italy, kind of, uh, I guess, quarantine is the official name for it. You know, it's similar, very sounds very similar to martial law. I mean, you know, Los Angeles, New York City's getting there. Um, states like New Jersey. Uh, you know, it, it's it's like almost like a it's almost like a power grab that they're using it to justify uh, some kind of tyrannical control of, of the nation. Um, yeah, they just so, said that U.S. has confirmed more cases than China now. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, we can talk about that for a minute. And again, um, you know, who knows with the Chinese? I mean, I came across an article a few days ago where, you know, the way the Chinese are, are saying, you know, they're, they're recovering or they're getting better is that they're apparently, they're, you know, they, they, they assume that if factories are working the way the government counts, you know, the electricities and the lights are on, you know, yeah, but... people are working. And, 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 and because what was happening, I guess, is, you know, a lot of these people that own these factories were going to the, just because they were scared of what the, because the government wanted them to, you know, go there and turn, make sure they're using energy and light so that we can say the factories are running and there was nobody there, but they were using electricity. Um, and, and that's kind of a summary of the article. But, you know, but the point is, is that, you know, can the data from China really be trusted? Um, you know, remember the saying, I think it was at Winston Churchill, there's lies, damn lies and statistics. I mean, um, oh. you know, it just seems like a lot of people are, are watching the you know death numbers and case numbers, like you know, like like a, like they're watching a Super Bowl or something. I mean, it's true. That's all anybody's doing now. It. Yeah, people are glued to the tickers. It's ridiculous. You know, the websites, yeah. the tickers, the graphs. I mean, people all day will literally sit there and watch a live ticker, watch what's going on. Like it's nuts. Oh, another person died today. Yeah, you owe me fifty bucks, bro. There's no sports, so people are betting the over under on deaths and shit. The states. fuck up. Is that true? I mean, it's probably going to be a thing after I just said it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, who, who knows what's going to go on? But, um, but yeah, you know, look, I, I, I don't know. And again, I'm I, obviously, I don't. I think, you know, in all seriousness, none of us, I mean, you know, are, are belittling the seriousness of, of what people are suffering. I mean, you watch these people on the news and what they've dealt with, people that have recovered and people that are dying, but. You know, you can't look at these numbers in a vacuum. You got to look at, you know, the quote normal flu and, and what that's, you know, how many people die from that every year. And then, you know, and then apparently the numbers, the H1N1 virus and the SARS were, you know, virus that came out when Obama and Biden were, were running the clown show. Um, the numbers were a lot higher and, and, and we didn't have nearly the um, uh, reaction that we're getting with coronavirus now. It was coronavirus more severe. And, you know, again, it, you know, the, people that I respect, actually intelligence I respect and I believe are honest, good people are, are, are really on both sides of that issue. So I, I really, 
I really don't know. I mean, personally, um, for me, I feel like uh, while it may be often considered as not as serious, it's definitely much more contagious than the other viruses have been. But it's the game of life, man. Like, you're going to die some way, somehow. Like, I have a 1 in 3,287 chance to die driving home from this podcast tonight. Like, that's just the way it is. <laughs> well, you got people, the stats today, bro. People, Where's this coming from? <laughs> like, you know, over 3,000 people a year die just driving home from work. So, I mean, it's just another hurdle in life you got to get through, whether it's murder, drunk driving, cancer. AIDS, coronavirus, the flu. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but it's life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, you're, you're not incorrect, and I, I would, you know, I, I would agree with that. Um, but you know, we can't obviously. Everybody's holed up in their houses, buying toilet paper, worrying, you know, the sky's gonna fall. That um, I have no idea why they're doing it. it. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. The toilet paper thing? Yeah, the toilet paper thing is out of control. It's the yeah, stupidest I thing. I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't I don't get that, except it seems like a lot of these people from, from New York City are the same ones that voted for AOC and de Blasio and Schumer. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm you draw your own conclusions. But, <laughs> I got one more, one more thing I got to ask about before I let you go, because uh, this is getting interesting. And I got there's one more thing I read that you posted online uh, on your website. That talks about um, Hitler being uh, made and supported in the U.S. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, do- you know, again, you know, you know, you're not going to hear that on Fox News, but you know that that's basic history. When I mean, you you know, you can go back. I mean, I.G. Farben was a spinoff of, of Rockefeller Standard Oil. I mean, I'm not. This is his. This is history. Again, you're not going to hear about it on news. And and that was basically that was the industrial backbone. Uh, of Adolf Hitler. I mean, during the war, you know, Rockefeller Standard Oil was illegally trading with Hitler. They had a scheme going where, you know, they had ships going to Africa, you know, they were registered in Portugal, so they were able to bypass the embargo. They, they were selling oil to the to the Nazis during World War II. And then you have the whole American eugenics movement, um, which was founded on Darwinian principles, social Darwinism. And, and Hitler got all his, his inspiration and, and his ideas from this country. And, and one of his favorite um Correspondents or people and his and his and his henchmen, you know Himmler and, and and these kinds of people. One of the favorite people to correspond with was a, a woman by the name of Margaret Sanger, um, who started something called the Negro Project because its intent, as in her own words, was to eliminate the Negro population. And that started as the American Birth Control League, and today we know this organization as Planned Parenthood. What? Okay. Yeah, is that really so, the truth? That's that's that that's what it is. That's. That is the that is the origin of Planned Parenthood. So when Hillary Clinton Holy shit. collects the, the Margaret Sanger Award, this is a woman who spoke in front of the Ku Klux Klan, who had obvious reasons to uh, receive her and be a fan of hers, as well as Adolf Hitler. And this is the American eugenics movement. Now you know you know people say, "Oh, that's shocking," this and that, but this is where it all starts. You know, again, you know, I, I say that. The coal conspiracy goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. This, this is this is pure evil, man. You know, and that's that's history. And, and again, you know, it's in it's in the book. It's the Un-American Genocidal Complex. It's posted on my site. Again, it's it's fully corroborated. There's footnotes in there. Everything is is cited. Um, and, and speaking of the book, by the way, in the back of the book, I have 
a lot of government documents that people anybody can read talking really? about how the government poisons its own people. I mean, oh. I mean look at the. I mean, you, I, I'm having, Do you think that's you know, done by the chemtrails and uh, from the airplanes in the sky? I, look, I, I don't know a lot about chemtrails. There's only so much I can digest, but. Yeah, I mean, if you just look up in the air, you know, any day you look at, you know, wake do you up, believe the Earth is flat? And, and this, what's that? Do you believe the Earth is flat? I know a lot of people that are heavy in conspiracies okay. believe the Earth is flat. All right, you know, look, my response to that is, you know, then, then fine, you know, at the at the top of the yeah, the Earth is flat. Okay, so uh, you know, whatever. Then then look, but I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a response to that. that that's, that's the people you want to believe. I mean, if you want to come at, no, come at me with that kind of like level, that, that's fine. You know, I, I can't help you. I'll do the best I can. But, through my life. You know, go, go listen to the people that say you have to go into debt to get out of debt, and we need the Federal Reserve System, and that's, that's fine. You know, I, I, I do the best I can, and believe me, I've heard a lot worse. So come at me. I, I really don't care. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You know, that's fine. I mean, the earth is flat, all right? Yeah, that's no, fine. No, I'm okay. not trying to come at you, bro. I just asked you a question because that is something I've heard throughout my whole life growing up as a conspiracy. Right. You know, I'm not trying to offend you or come at you. Like, I was just like, a, again, you know, that, that's, that's fine. Just, no, the, earth, the earth isn't flat. The earth is a, is a sphere, not perfectly shaped, and, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not flat. Does that answer your question? So. All right, thanks, thanks Robert. Us, <laughs> take it easy, man. Gentlemen, <laughs> we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna <laughs> we gotta write that plot again. <laughs> why you didn't hear a peep out of me because i didn't know what to he do. literally thought i was coming at him that's like one of the oldest conspiracies in the world that the earth is flat and he's supposed to be a conspiracy theorist <laughs> i can't right now what was, i didn't know man i didn't do my research <sighs> i thought when he said conspiracy theorist he just at least have heard of them all i didn't have to you didn't have to believe in them all but jeez <clears throat> 
wow. That was, wow, man. That was something yeah, else. That was great. Thanks. That was something else. I mean, I, that was... I've. You should ask them about 9-11. Honestly, if anything, that reminded me like I'm talking to my mom, bro. Sandy Hook. Yeah, that was like a Lucy chat. It was like Down a Lucy the base chat. After a, a zigzag. I think she it. tried to call in, but my phone was on fucking airplane mode for some reason. Oh, well, I hope she's tuned in and she's ready to call in. Oh, man. <laughs> that was... Dude, that was crazy. I mean, that dude had a lot to say. He had a lot of theories, and of course, you know, if you want to check him out, boxofsunglasses.com. I mean, it was, that was pretty intense, you know, pretty and fucking intense. So I think no. the only thing me and Scott got out of that is he uh, named his website off a of Roddy Piper scene in a John Carpenter movie. <laughs> that, I mean, that's definitely what I got out of it. <laughs> that's of course it's the only thing that Scott got out of it, because he mean, talked about Roddy Piper. I asked one question. He wanted to, like... I don't know, man. It was so weird. Put me in a weird position. Dude. Dude. (laughs) That was... Oh. I'm I'm just trying to hang out. You know, there goes the music. It's off. Oh, God. We're falling apart. We're falling apart. (laughs) It's a conspiracy. Yeah. You know what? I just... I feel like I'm just... I need to get... Like, I gotta get... I gotta fire myself up. Gotta fire myself up here. You know? We're gonna have to fucking do it the right way. I need, I need some wake up music, damn it! <laughs> it's time to light the blood back up. It's time to get blood. Cause that, that shit was so extra. You know. I felt like it was just bad extra. Yeah, I, I mean, it was... I've uh, never... I mean, listen. I've just... I That was... I've heard some a lot, you know, conspiracies. Obviously, you, you guys both know my mom fucking is into that shit. Yeah, I know. She's into that the shit. The two bro. I asked, he fucking acted like I was Adolf Hitler. Oh, no. <laughs> I asked about chemtrails and the earth being flat. Always got beef, right? Too common. Right, you always got beef, bro. <laughs> All I do is ask a question, man. Did I ask a wrong question? <laughs> Why do I feel like Frank Knox is always the one to do the Don Kincaid and stir the pot? But <laughs> <laughs> from your guys' opinion, did I ask something that was wrong? No, I mean that's obviously a very common uh, <laughs> a conspiracy, you know. But <coughs> I think you need this too. You need this. <laughs> Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. Feel free to call in. Oh, wow. Okay. If you want to stump the Scott, we're giving away 8x10 still. He's here. Yeah. He's the I got master. more 8x10s now. I mean, nobody could compete with the Scott. Uh, well, I mean, I hope not. So what have you guys been doing, you know, on the weekends, during the week? We usually talk about that shit. Yeah, so uh, I I, uh, sat at home and watched WWE Network because I'm in uh, quarantine, right? Because everything's closed. You can't go anywhere. To be blunt podcast, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. Hi. Wow. Wow. It's me. It's Big Lucy. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I got to get my pods going. 
Oh my God! What, wow. what are you doing? Are you you can't, there? You can't be waiting. What are you doing? It's Middletown's own conspiracy <laughs> theorist. God, yeah, shit. The show's it's going. Me. We're in fucking trouble. It's Lucy from Southside Middletown. Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god, what a great show. What a podcast tonight. You got me all over the place. This is great. I this... wish I could have talked to him. I really wanted to talk to this guy. Robert, oh my god. Robert seems like someone you would get along just Robert great with. Roselli, where are Robert Roselli, where are you? Call back. I want to speak with you. Not with you. Yeah, but with you to them. Well, you can because find him on Twitter because he, he's oh, not coming page. back. Yeah, find him on Twitter or Facebook. No, no. Okay, no kidding. Yeah. Now, what were you just saying about chemtrails? I heard something about chemtrails. Yeah, I, I was asking him if he thought chemtrails poisoned the people because he mentioned that, and I wanted to know if he thought Absolutely. chemtrails did. Absolutely. And that's when he got all he heel turned on me and wanted to fight. <laughs> I got real mad at you, but okay, he thought okay. you were calling him. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. No, 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 listen, listen, probably now, no, but back in the day, if you ever looked up in your sky, and I know it was more prevalent, like in California and out toward that way, toward the west, more so, and then more on the east coast, but you know how you always looked up and you started seeing like jet plane trails and you thought, oh, it's just them giving off whatever. Well, no, come to find out, eventually after years and years and years, you see all the craft strips on the sky, you look up, you see clouds, but you see these strips. Yeah. And it was supposed to be chemtrails. I mean, that was part of the New World Order. New 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 World Order. For for life. There you go. Too sweet. I mean, I still see chemtrails. I still look up in the sky and see that exhaust, you know? No, 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 no. It's all been cleaned up pretty much. 99.9% that I can tell you. I have a lot of people that I follow. I have a lot of people who have military contacts. So, So the information that I have is not something that's coming out of my mouth or someone else. They have, they have contacts, military Intel, their wow. their contact. She's got intel to the Pentagon. Anyway, you got intel. Where did no, you get intel from? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Connection. Stop it! Come on, you guys are crazy. Nah, you know, I, I mean, are we though? Twenty four seven. Are we? I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. Well, are we I, crazy? I mean, you know, you said we're crazy. No. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I just, this whole thing with the COVID-19, all this, but hysteria is ridiculous. You can't even get a goddamn roll of toilet paper. I mean, what is roll, what does toilet paper have to do with the COVID-19? Someone please explain that to me. Toilet paper is the new hot product on the shelves right now they can't keep it scott but knows why? all about i have it. to but be why? with a police officer when i hand them out like that's how bad it is yeah but why what is what is it about toilet paper? i have I no I idea i mean i guess if you're gonna and be if, if you really it? are gonna stay home if you're really gonna commit to it then i guess you want to be able to wipe to your what? ass shit your brains out though it doesn't <laughs> even make sense to yeah but i mean no 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 come on i haven't been able to get a roll of toilet paper for three weeks 
This is ridiculous. <laughs> Three I mean, weeks. So do you, oh, you're, you're not trying hard enough. Bullshit. Oh, listen, where I am, it's it's so compacted people, and there. I mean, it's ridiculous. We still, as of today, they're opening at seven o'clock for the seniors. 65 and older. Is that when you go? And you've got... I'm sorry. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Wow. I'm only kidding. Thank you very much. I'm only kidding. Right. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> but they did that in Middletown. They opened for the seniors, and the line was around the building. So what good does it really do? Okay, well, all right. So ours, ours the public here, is about four blocks long, but like six to eight people wide before to come in for 7 o'clock, they shop, and then everyone else can go in after. And still, I was, I was in public today, and there was nothing. I mean, there's they cleaned out, I mean, even rice and, and uh, Mr. Clean, for God's sake. Anything, there wasn't hand sanitizer, anything that said antibacterial, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's all gone. And it's like... <laughs> Can't get yeah, it anywhere. It's, it's like... No, no, but remind me to send you a video later. All right, it'll tell you how to, it'll show you it'll show you how to concern. Okay, you do that. So, all right, just take so a anyway, shit and take a shower. Yeah, That's what I condone. That's it. There you go. If you got there water, you, go. you don't need toilet paper. Okay. Oh, you don't need I toilet paper. To share with you what. I, listen, I wanted to share with you what I heard about the virus. Okay, and. I don't even know where to start. It's not not all. Come on, guys. I'm not. This is serious. If you. I love how you guys do this. I don't don't know. You you don't want to hear my. You don't want to hear my story, do you? You don't want to know what really is going on. Everyone has their theories. In a straight jacket, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying yeah. anything. <laughs> All right, don't say anything. I, I won't say anymore. But it was good to call in. I guess I won't share it with you. <laughs> but I like that. I liked your guest that was on. He he was spot on on a lot of things, stuff. A lot of things. So peasy. He was pretty damn good. And I Well, well, well. Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Lucy, it was nice Anybody to hear your voice. It was nice to hear your voice, and hey. I really hope you get some toilet paper. And tell oh, Lily yeah. say hi, and unfortunately, <laughs> today was supposed to be opening day of baseball, and we have to oh. wait for the Yankees. I know. He's going crazy. That's all my team you all day is with baseball. Baseball. Basketball. Doesn't matter. First game. Yeah, but now there's nothing. <laughs> This is bullshit. I know. And what are we going to do without the Masters? That's already coming gone. I didn't even think about that. The Olympics are gone. I I can't even believe it. All because of the China virus. China. No, no, I know this. Stop it. It is the China virus. That's right. It's the China. I hope they don't take it away forever if they can't. They can't take away our freedom. That's one thing they can't do. That's They're for all sure. Going down. All right. Well, thank and you for calling. Back everything. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Take care. Bye. 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 Make sure you stock up on PP. 
<laughs> if you can find Love it. You. If you can Thanks. find it. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there goes Bailey Harvey. They hear their grandmother and they're chirping. We need a break. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? It's about time we got this party started. Killing it. Killing it. To be blunt, be podcast. Blunt podcast. podcast. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How To Be Blunt With PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How To Be Blunt With PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt With PZ. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? To Be Blunt Podcast. Wow. We lost control, baby. The conspiracies are just flying off the shelves tonight. (laughs) They're all calling in. They all have thoughts and theories. And apparently we're in a show. They want to tell everybody about it, you know? A 
we bug our number, we're here for the people, and that's what we'll do. It's true. I don't know. I, th- I think our ratings might drop worse than Raw this week. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Damn, Scott. That was some savage-ass <laughs> shit. Some savage-ass shit, Shout yo. out to all my boys in Ghana. <laughs> Ghana? Yeah, oh. yeah, we got a big fan group out there. You know? That's we right. We're, we were on the Apple charts. Yeah, we got to shout them out. For the podcast charts. For the Ghana. We're in the top 50, you know? <laughs> yeah, we were killing in the charts, let me tell you. Maybe somebody from Ghana will call in. Yeah, that's fine. Great. 860-384-7110. The phone lines are always open. It's call probably, in. It's probably four in the morning over there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I mean, if they're out, call in. The fuck getting ready for work, brushing their teeth. I don't know. You know? What the fuck? I don't know. Same. Yeah, things been crazy though, man. There's like nothing to do. Nothing to do because we're all everyone's on lockdown. Everyone's just watching TV. Everything's eating, playing video games. It depends if you're essential or non-essential. The non-essential list is basically retail, teachers, (laughs) bars, bartenders, restaurants. But you're essential, right? Yeah. Do you get any extra money because of that? No, I don't get no extra fucking money. Right? I'm not. I'm essential AF though. I'll tell you something though. I found out today the over Napa, the Middletown, the warehouse. Yeah, they closed down this morning because someone had COVID there. What? So that's a big warehouse production. right here in Middletown. Right here, in Middletown. right down the street from me. There's like a hundred people that work there. Right down the fucking street from me. Yeah. So all those people cannot be infected. Yep. Oh, they could have went to the same gas station or grocery store you went to today. Well, thank God I didn't go to neither, but. Now I feel like if I do go to one, it's got to be very far away from that location. And, uh, fuck, God, you asked me something before that. Forget it. I'm never going to remember now. Well, I forget what it was, too. <laughs> I forget what it was, too, bro. But I will say, we were talking about toilet paper, right? So this week at Walmart, though, dude, I was handing out toilet paper with a police officer present. That's how serious it is. <laughs> yeah, we. I saw the pictures. That's crazy. Dude. You were you were handing out TP next to a police officer. Yes, we make sure they're present because otherwise people will try to take more than one. And what? what's crazy is people actually care. Uh, like I've seen it firsthand. They care about the brand. Like I don't give a shit what kind of toilet paper I wipe my ass with, but the, everybody asks for Scott, 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 and it's not me. This is the most attention I've seen something named Scott get in thirty-five years. Okay, Scott's hot right now. Looking for that Scotts. You know they got that soft TV. And so's the Charmin Bear man. What a time to come out with that. Oh. My honey's clean. Yeah, I'm charming clean. You know that jingle on TV? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No, the commercial? that was a very good yeah, rendition. Those charming bears are rolling you in money. That was amazing. You've never, you've never heard it. No. Come on, dude. You watch a lot of TV. I swear to God, I've never seen it. Wow. The charming commercial. Yeah. yeah. My honey's clean. Yeah. No, I've never I'm seen this honey clean. clean commercial. It's the charming bears. Well, I have never seen it. And I'm we'll a little disappointed right now. I am. I am for you. Dude. We're, I mean, you know what I wanted to ask you guys, though? Have you guys got less mail like this week or whatever? Because I went like four days in a row without any mail. And I don't know if that's just because of the shit that's going on right now. Or maybe I just got lucky with no bills. But no, nobody else. No, dude, I, I, no, my shit's still flying in. Yeah. Oh, all right. My, my mailbox is popping over. I got like fucking I got mad packages yesterday. Uh, I got my Chewy box came in today. So, like, I'm locked in, bro. Which Remind me, I got to pull this shit in from outside, yo, before I go to bed. So your yeah, Chewy I box saw, is outside? I, I saw that your uh, trash cans were in, but the Chewy box was there. I was almost going to bring it in, but I didn't. 
You didn't bring in the trash can this week? No, it was already no, in. Good no, the trash can was in. I saw the box. I was going to grab the box instead. Oh, that's, that's kind of heavy. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, last time I brought you. uh, your, your like three-week-old newspaper that I found inside. I think it's still over there. Yeah. Fuck that thing. But we got Frank Knox, who's got a very special top five we got to get into. The top five in quarantine edition, you know. So we got to make sure. I mean, this is a special edition. Special edition. Quarantine edition, part two. Quarantine and chilling. And we're going to figure out what is the best or what are the best video games to play while you're stuck home in quarantine on lockdown. All right. So let's hear it. Social distancing. We're going to do it without the countdown, Scott. We're going to let Frank. We're going to go off on this. All right, man. This is Frank Knox. Top five video games to play only on the PlayStation 4 platform. Let's see what number you got. five, what's better than just running from the cops, shooting dudes, driving like an asshole, stealing shit in a time like this coronavirus quarantine? So I guess Grand GTA? Theft yeah. Auto That's what I thought. Four, baby. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Here we go again. So my number four is a game that I've had and I haven't really been able to deeply dive into and this quarantine gave me a reason to finally do it and I love it and it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order okay I have that game and it's actually fucking hard as shit it is very hard with the map with the hologram it's like not a stoner's video game no bro it's so hard I remember hearing about that game when it first came out bro it's literally you can't even tell what floor you're on yeah it's very hard but I've been using like YouTube cheats to just figure out what I need to do and then just do it just so I could get the game experience <laughs> and the story and the That's cinematics. That's so smart to look up, look up like walkthroughs or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So at number three this weekend, I was home quarantined. I was like, what game is going to be on sale for dirt cheap? Because, you know, studios and companies are doing things for this low to help people during the quarantine. Yeah. I was doing some research, and I came across a game that I started playing, and it was everything I imagined and more, and it was The Witcher 3. Really? And that's because I also watched the show on Netflix. <laughs> so now you feel like you're up to it, you know? So I was like, dude, it's three years old, but it feels like it's the newest game out on PlayStation. Come on. Yeah. Okay, I might have to check that everything out. Everything is great. What's everything. that thing on sale for? It was like $11. I 11 think, bucks? For, yeah, total. Shit. Yeah. Let me get and a piece of that. it won all type of awards. You look it up, it's like every rating is in the nines or higher. All from right. all the major uh, all right. websites that rate yeah. games. So at number two is my game of choice. And if anyone listening ever wants to challenge me one-on-one, live stream for this podcast. Oh, God. NBA 2K20. Okay. Come at me. Anybody in the universe. One-on-one live stream, and I'll whip that ass. I'll shut you out by 21. You won't know what's coming. And that's my number two game. The challenge has been issued. The challenge has been issued to anyone out there. That's right. And I'll even sweeten the pot. You know that Amazon gift card that was on the table? Well, if you want to challenge me in 2K, PS4, that gift card is up for grabs, but you're going to lose. Okay. There you go. Wow. Big big one. Okay. Big big move. All right. It's quarantine, baby. I got to find something to do. 
I yeah. need some competition. Yeah. If I lose, I'll lose like a man and give back to somebody that could probably use some toilet paper from Amazon. (laughs) They can find it on Amazon. (laughs) So this leads me to my number one game. And the only reason it's number one is because it's like the closest thing I've had to social interaction. I wish I had a drum roll for you. And this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes, dude. With the Warzone edition. Because it allows me to talk to someone I know, strategize, and just chill. Yes. So I've been playing that, and that's my number one game to play while in quarantine. Nice. 2020. So that's your recommendations for the listeners. GTA 4, Star Wars, The Witcher 3, NBA 2K, Come At Me Dog. Well, guess what? Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Guess what? God damn it. You're not the only one with the top five. You got a top five? I got a top five. No way. Uh, To match your top five, I've always wanted to do this, baby. That's right. I want to get the PZ top five, you know, with the music. That's right. And I'm going to let the sky introduce me. PZ (laughs) top five. (laughs) That's right. PZ top five. I love it. I love it. PZ top five. With the solo. (laughs) So good. Freezy top five. All right. Freezy top five. It's like a dream come true right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, your peasy top five. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Video games to play in quarantine, and I don't think the system has been specified. Number five. I run PlayStation 4, just so you know. Holler at your boy. Number five. Rocket League. Oh, great, great game. WWE sponsor. It's, it's like race cars with soccer. Yeah, I can't even explain it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, number four. Number four. Our personal favorite, Destiny Two, baby, because they keep updating that game and it keeps it fresh. I love it. I love it. Number three. That new Need for Speed Heat. That's what I'm getting every time I'm on this podcast. Heat. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's right. Number two. A personal favorite of mine, Apex Legends. I love Apex all right, Legends. All right, all right. If you like that Battle Royale style, you know, that's it. That's where it is. And your peasy number one video game to play while quarantined on the PS4 is? I really thought this was going to be Frank Knox's number one, but now it's mine. And that's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Warzone. That was my number one. That was his number one. That's you said you thought it was going to be. Whatever. Was. All right. Whatever. You know what? It's my two now. I was going to say Fortnite. I was going to be like, no. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite, bro. What do you think this is? Fortnite. We don't do Fortnite around here. Fortnite's where the battle royal started, though. So. I mean, that's true. But uh, every game that's come out after it has been better. <laughs> I even got the theme at the end. That was amazing. I mean, I get why you did PS4, because otherwise Mario Kart... is PS4, too. Yeah, but Mario Kart totally would have been on there, I'm assuming, if it wasn't... I, I miss those I mobile games. Switch, though, yeah, I don't so. either. No, I don't yeah, it would have to be on Switch, right? Because you can't play, even if I you can't had, play quarantine. Yeah, even if I had a Switch, I don't think I'd even get popping on the Mario Kart, because like, I'm social distancing, bro. Like, video games has been my socialization outside texting and social media. Because wow. I got my headset on. So I'm like, yo, what up? Yo, what up? 
Guys, I'm so far behind. I haven't had a system since PS2. I'm not even wow. surprised. I'm not even surprised. Simpsons Road Rage would have been in my top five. And uh, <laughs> WWF SmackDown. Or Layeth the SmackDown. That's right. Hell of a cell. Hell of a cell. <laughs> Let's take a quick one when we come back. It's no selling with the Scott. This is the world of your ultimate world champion and the sole CGW world tag champion. And you're tuned into another episode of To Be Blunt with Peace. That's right. We are back. It's been a hell of a show. Let's get into a little no selling with the Scott. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today. The smartest mark in the building. He is. The Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, To Be Blunt proudly presents its trivia wrestling champion of the world, The Scott. Which I had to do that intro because before we get into no selling with the Scott. You gotta come with some slick shit, dude, because he's he's got a good one now. I've gotta issue the challenge. I'm gonna interrupt no selling with the Scott. Yes, the preceding announcement has been paid for by the To Be Blunt Podcast. We are gonna interrupt this with a challenge, and that's right. I'm challenging anybody if you wanna stump the Scott. I have a whole list of autographs to send out. Whoever wants to call in, you can interrupt this segment with my other segment, and we could get it on, and you could try to stump me. If you could stump me, then good. We'll send you an eight by ten autograph of of whatever wrestler you choose, of what I got. We'll see. But anyway, it's time for No Selling with a Scott. Whew, I got to take a deep breath after all that. That all was right. impressive, Scott. I got to say, man. So, Where'd you come uh, up with that one? I, I kind of just was <laughs> just like that, man. You I just, just kinda... you know, he needed a kick in the butt, and he got started. So I got to start this off, though, with the shits, guys. And that's the fact that, you know, the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Oh. Guys, it's happening right now. It's happening it's right terrible. fucking now. Okay, night two, I guess, is happening right now. So, anyway, I, I guess they taped it last night and tonight. At least that's what I'm led to believe. It's unprecedented. So, it's already uh, taped. A, a tape WrestleMania that's too big for one night, right? And uh, I'm, I'm dodging spoilers left and right, right? Because that's WrestleMania. I don't want to know, right? Of uh, course you don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. You guys might have already looked it up. If you do, oh, God, geez, I'll pay you to not tell me, okay? I don't know. I haven't, but, I haven't <laughs> seen anything. Have you? I mean, when I heard about it through you, I looked it up, and I didn't find anything juicy. Yeah, so, like, apparently SmackDown, though, was taped last week, or taped a couple days ago, and I haven't seen those spoilers surface. But apparently Mania spoilers have kind of surfaced, but I've also, like, seen somewhere in there that they might have taped two different endings to a couple matches to just throw the spoilers off to see which one they'll air. The only thing I heard is the Cena-Fiend match is going to be, like, a theatrical like over the top. I'm taking and, my headset off. I don't want to hear what you're saying. 
and like theatrical. Yeah, that's like, never so, a good thing. Like, I don't Cena, care. No, like almost like movie like like blockbuster. Like Cena has a part in how it's all going yeah, down. Well, you know, he's a movie star. He's bringing now. his Hollywood flair to the match somehow. <laughs> what? Some way. But bro. anyway, so post production, we'll have to see how that how that happens. See all the theatrics in the performance center, but um. We got oh we God. had a couple things happen this week. We got a match thrown together. We have Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, which is a great match on paper, but that came out of fucking nowhere, huh? Yeah, what the hell is that about? Uh, it just came out of nowhere, and I guess maybe they don't have time to produce it. They don't have all the talent there, whatever. But you don't even have all the talent there. How about a talent that you haven't had there for about a fucking year? And guess what? She's in a match at WrestleMania, and that's Tamina. Uh, that I don't <laughs> understand. Came out of nowhere, right? That makes so, no sense to pickings. me. It's like whoever is living in the area. So with this WrestleMania, with no audience, right, in the Performance Center, which now uh, apparently, um, oh, God, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, these are things. <laughs> these hosted are, by Gronk. For the, what yeah. reason? So, Dude, exactly. What reason? That's what I don't understand. Crowd. So, uh, and it's been reported today that like Vince McMahon, I guess, is the sole person. I don't think there's anybody on his side that wants this to still happen. Everybody else, including <laughs> workers, producers, uh, talent, whatever, like they all want this just to be postponed. But it's not gonna. It's not happening that way. And um, so Vince is going on with the show. And these are things that could possibly happen. I just want everybody to rack their brain about this. These are things that could possibly happen at this no crowd WrestleMania. In the Performance Center, okay? Could this be The Undertaker's last WrestleMania? It's possible. Very possible. And it's apparently it's a Boneyard match, whatever the fuck that is. I still haven't figured out what that is. I no idea, It's like man. a Buried Alive match, but pro- it's probably like in a graveyard. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. Can they not use the term Buried Alive anymore, and that's why it's a Boneyard? I don't know. That's anyway. what I would guess. So... That we have that possible thing happening. We have Drew's big moment. Like this is his big. He got fired from the company. Worked his ass off to get back. Is he gonna have his big moment in front of nobody? Like that's the thing that can happen. <laughs> that's what it appears and is gonna be the, the case. The problem there is like after Mania, there's still no Raw crowd, so he still doesn't get a pop, right? And like. I don't know. For some reason, I thought the night after Raw, my prediction was going to be, my bold prediction was going to be Jinder Mahal makes his return, and they have a three-man band freaking blow-off match. But anyway, let me get back. Uh, Reigns' Reigns redemption of the Universal Championship. He could be beating Goldberg, and guess what? Nobody's nobody's there to help celebrate. Not that necessarily they would, but you have that with no crowd. You have no reaction to that. <laughs> no, no, no reaction here the, either. <laughs> the only reaction we're going to get through this whole show is is the commentators. They're the only ones that are going to be displaying any sort of emotion. Yeah, I, I'm probably not going to watch it, man. To be honest, I just can't do it. <laughs> Doesn't that upset you? Like, you're not going to watch WrestleMania. Like, I that's can't crazy. do it. I've tried to, and it's just, like, terrible. Um, This could be Cena's last match for a while. And it's going to be in front of nobody. Goldberg, this is probably going to be his last mania, right? It, it kind of has to be. We'll see how many more Saudi Arabia shows he does. But this has to be his last one. And guess what? <laughs> it's Goldberg, and he's not going to have any fucking pyro. Dude, no pyro, <laughs> no smoke, no nothing. Edge's first one-on-one match back. Nothing. He'll, get, he'll at least get the, you know, the little fog gimmicks. That's the thing I'm most upset about is the Edge match. Yeah. It's been a long time coming to see him back in the ring. One of my favorites, man. And then we got Rhea Ripley. I mean, the good thing about her, at least, is she's got a lot more WrestleManias in her future because she's so young. 
But this is her biggest match of her career against Charlotte. And once again, front of nobody, no reactions. Yeah, but Charlotte has to win that now 100%. Now there's no crowd just to boost her WrestleMania record. Because right now she's like 3-2, and right? Uh, for Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, a WrestleMania some, record. If, if you're trying to stump the Scott, I got to go through the beginnings. 32, she won. 33, she lost. 34, she won. Ended Oscar's streak. 35, she lost, but she didn't. wasn't a factor. So she's 2-2. Two 2-2. And two. Two and two. Um, so anyway, like, Peasy, you're going to be able to say that you've wrestled in front of more people than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, like, a, you can say that. That's amazing, bro. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, wrestling in front of more people than Brock Lesnar. And I'll tell you, when, wow. it comes, when it comes to the ratings, though, this week, like, Raw tanked. Like, I, at, at first, the No Arena shows, right, there was some interest in seeing what it was going to be like. But this week, Raw tanked. And you generally, WrestleMania season, ratings go up because more people tune in. Not this past week. Lowest ratings ever, non-holiday. Which is crazy, um, but you know well, who, they're boring. You know who did have decent ratings this week? It was better than this week's NXT and AEW, and that was since you don't have uh, sports with Frank Knox this week, we have to put wrestling. I got to give you some of the love over there and put it on ESPN. And the WrestleMania 30 replay got more viewers than AEW and NXT yeah, I last actually night. Watched that? The, you uh, did play on <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, that was with Bryant when he had to take out Triple H. Correct. Yeah, and then the triple threat with Orton and, and the streak getting lost. Yeah. But uh, we also have, so this Sunday, they're going to replay it again. Uh, they're going to replay WrestleMania 32. 32 and yep. I think next Sunday, it's WrestleMania 35, 35, which we were all at last year. So it'll be live on ESPN. You don't have to get the WWE Network. You can watch it on ESPN. Um, so, yeah, that's the shits. Um, real lit I want to talk about, though. Who watched Dark Side of the Ring this week? It came, it's made its comeback. I had to get a chance to. I only watched part one. You of only the, watched part Benoit. one? Yeah. All right. So I, I don't want to spoil yeah, it too much. I didn't get a chance. But man, for those of you out there that did watch it, emotional roller coaster. I mean, it was very, very emotional, but it was an honest tell-all. You won't get that from WWE. Um, and speaking of ratings, uh, it was the most watched Dark Side of the Ring episode ever. Um, part one, which you saw... Biggest That's already at 1.5 mil on YouTube. I oh, think. wow. Yeah. So, like, with that episode, really? wow. I didn't know. I, I learned watching that episode that Eddie Guerrero, because Eddie Guerrero was a big part of that part one episode. Huge and, part. Um, Huge, yeah. Did not know that he actually died. He was still alive in Chavo's arms. He actually died in Chavo Guerrero's arms. I did not know that uh, until I saw that special. But um, very, very emotional. Uh, part two, um... You really got to see how much uh, Chris Benoit's son, David, really is um, the victim here. I mean, obviously, Daniel and Nancy, they're, they're victims in this as well. But um, this guy who was aspiring to be a pro wrestler, you know, I, after watching that, I really hope he does make it. Obviously, it'll probably never be with WWE because they really won't want anything to do um, with his, his, his I mean, WWE is coming to the point of time where they're going to have to get desperate. Maybe. We're going to have to, once Vince dies, it's got to change um, its ways. But I'll tell you, watching it, it was... Um, so true. Vince already sold a bunch of stocks, I heard. Yeah, you know. that's true. But um, this guy, he kept it together a lot of the episode, uh, narrating you know everything he's been through. I saw the first part um, of him, yeah. But then at the end, obviously, he, he did. He broke down, and Chavo was there to support him. And I want to say, like, Chris Jericho, like, he's like a saint in all this because he brought the uh, parts of the family that were divided after this together. Um, and even back in 2007, when this all happened, 
Chris Jericho was like the only one that like actually made sense to me when I was watching CNN and I was watching you know Fox News and watching all the news documents on the Ben Wamer. Oh yeah, uh, Jericho was just he, like he just he knew how to talk and he was the only like guest that invited wrestler that that made the most sense. Um, and uh, he comes through again with this, and and he is once again like the guy that makes the most sense in all of this. His first line in the whole doc, the yeah. part one is just tell all right like. Right. If you don't want to hear me patronize Chris Benoit, then uh, shut this yeah. the fuck off or something. Yeah, gl- uh, glorify, glorify a, a, murderer. a murderer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, I, I commend Jericho for all this, but yeah, very very emotional. Uh, next week it's going to be a New Jack episode, so we'll see. What oh that boy, not New Jack. Um, that's a theme I'd love to hear right now. But yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping his son, um, David Benoit. I hope he makes as a wrestler. He should probably not do the diving headbutt though, because uh, once you watch it, you'll see some things about uh, the, the headbutt and how it messed up the career of Harley Race, messed up the career of a Diamond Kid, and then we just see Chris what it did Benoit, to his father. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so uh, not to go too far, I do want to touch on AEW Dynamite last night. Dynamite. Bro- <laughs> Bro- uh, Brody Lee. That was some bullshit, by the way, dude. That. I'm sorry, but that Matt Hardy segment was the worst thing I've ever seen. So maybe when he came out, and I know he did the whole teleport gimmick, but I just thought Jericho cutting a promo on a drone, like Jericho can make anything gold. Like I've already said the nice things about him in the last thing I was talking about, but like the Jericho cutting a promo on the the uh, Vanguard was amazing. Um, and then Brody Lee, I don't know if you guys saw that video, but apparently it was a direct shot to Vince McMahon. The second one. Uh, he was eating his steak, which Vince loves steaks, if you haven't heard. And then also, um, it, at the table, when he's eating dinner, someone sneezes. And we all know how much, I think I've talked about it on the show before, how Vince hates sneezes because they can't be controlled. Um, so Brody Lee kind of made fun of that and everything. And uh, I, I don't know, I thought it was hilarious. Um, AEW was really good. And I mean, like, they did the kind of same thing WWE did this week. If you notice, the hard cam is now changed so that the background is not the chairs. It is now the stage. AEW did that first. Did they do it first? Yes. Yeah. They did it last week? They did it like two weeks ago. You could have won yourself an 8x10 asking me that question. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Wow. Fuck. It could have been me, bro. I could have um, had that 8x10. Wow. And then... Uh, anyway, so... And then the shits last week. We saw you talked about Gronk. You were hating about Gronk. And uh, he came out on SmackDown. Hey, Scott, this guy, Zach, wants to know where you can watch the Chris Benoit. Uh, on Vice. On Vice. It's on Vice. Person. On Vice Land, right? Yeah. Vice Land. Part one's on, on YouTube. And part two is on YouTube now, too, I do believe. Right, right on their YouTube page. Part one and two, man, if you go check it out right the now, it's on there. The dark side of the ring. Not and, now, uh, though. Wait till 7.30. Gronk came out last <laughs> week, right? Yeah, wait till 7.30. <laughs> My G. <laughs> you, you don't got to wait long. Uh... <laughs> Grog on SmackDown came out, weird-ass fucking entrance. He came out dancing and shit. I don't know what that was all about. I knew he was going to come out looking like a fucking party boy, bro. And uh, That's his gimmick. What else are you going to expect this him to be? fucking bullshit, bro. And, uh, Grog's dude, he's the fucking worst, bro. So fuck him and Mojo is, a, is a, yeah it's it's atrocious and that's the thing Mojo he's now I guess a baby face he's ditched the uh, blue vein makeup make him think he's sell he's Glacier or oh. something from WCW dude it's killing me and uh, they're gonna be tag champs oh no come it, on you're, you're probably right but what is the first thing do you already filmed the Raw after WrestleMania What's, where they win the belt oh don't don't tell me that oh, oh my God throw off so, my mouth bro. <laughs> what is the first thing Gronk, who's going to be your WrestleMania host, right, for two nights? Because two nights, WrestleMania can't be contained in just one night, damn it. He, what is the first thing that Gronk does? He makes a match for WrestleMania. And it's... Ready for this? It's Baron Corbin versus Elias. 
That's that's what we can thank Gronk for, okay? So if anybody wants to spoil me on a match, you can spoil me on Corbin versus Elias because I do not give a fuck about that <laughs> WrestleMania match. But yeah, other than that, SmackDown, it was it's so quiet with the empty crowd that if you listen real closely at the end with the Reigns-Goldberg stare-off, you can hear... The production people going countdown. Camera one, yeah. camera five, camera two, camera <laughs> yeah. three, camera three, camera five, Come on. camera six, camera yeah, eight, camera can. two, camera Once. one, camera three. So listen and back you closely. Hear the countdown's the commercial for three. Yeah, two. that's how quiet it is with no fucking crowd, man. It's crazy. What? That's, that's wild, terrible, though. dude. That's wild. In WrestleMania this year, do you see they even have shirts? They have shirts that say "I wasn't there." Yeah, I wasn't there. They yeah. usually have a "I was there" shirt, but now it's "I wasn't there." Which I thought they reserved for Macaulay Culkin after he shat on Goldberg since he said he wasn't going to go to the show. But now yeah. since nobody can go to the show, you can get your I wasn't there shirts. Crazy, man. Crazy. Anyway, that's no selling with the Scott. Zach wants to know why, why Black versus Lashley. No one knows. <laughs> it's nope. probably because they're the only two people that are not infected or live in the area that could <laughs> wrestle, right? You're probably right, that, honestly. Or maybe Lana said something to Zelina that Zelina didn't like and, you know, she... Set her man on him. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Anything can happen. It's nuts, bro. It's nuts. They're going to do this thing in no arena. But uh, I issued the challenge at the beginning of the segment. Nobody wants to call in and stump the Scott, huh? Nobody wants to. They're, they're all cowards. Some crazy out of left field appearances at WrestleMania. No, no one's going to come out. That are going to create people to tune in. Maybe. I, I, no, I will, everyone's on lockdown. Though. I will say, there's a guy on Twitter. You might. I think you guys follow I him. heard the possibility there's of a Rousey. Guy, there's a guy named Russell Votes. Velasquez. Who is very, very good at um, telling you behind-the-scenes stuff. He's He's got, like, a perfect track record. He even called Samoa Joe's suspension before it happened. And all he did today, he's not going to say any WrestleMania spoilers, but he posted today, like, a bug-eye expression. Uh, emoji or whatever. Really? So what could that I mean? I think there's going to be a twist. There has to be. There has to be. There's got to be someone on Twitter that's going to make I don't know, asshole man. turn it on. Maybe CM Punk <laughs> is going to do something at WrestleMania. <laughs> Yo, CM Punk comes out. I'm definitely not watching. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a desperate maneuver, bro. If CM Punk is going to try coming out. That'd be, that's WWE being desperate. And if they bust out a return it's something at like, empty arena. Something like that, yeah. That would just kill whatever pop. That could be the biggest pop ever. Dude, but that'd be ridiculous. The only thing that's getting me to tune in to WrestleMania is the glass shattering and Stone Cold coming down, giving Vince McMahon a stunner, calling a no-good SOB. You should have canceled the program. Give him the fingers. Have him get up. Give him another stunner. And tell him to go, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. I mean, if Stone Cold could walk out as Universal Champion somehow, that would probably get you to watch, huh? Dude, I mean, he's been there. He's been in the uh, the area. Maybe he stayed. Maybe he's back in Texas. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, we'll find out. We'll find out next week. Of course, episode thirty-eight. I know, 38. creeping at that four zero. The, the prequel to WrestleMania. That's right. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Yeah. We're gonna, we're I, gotta, I gotta stay off the internet for the next ten days. I don't know how to do this. It. Ten days? Oh my god, that's right. That's how long it is till the after airs. Till, it's not till next weekend. It's yeah, not even next, this weekend. Next Saturday. This whole Sunday. time I thought it was this weekend. So it's not too late. They everyone, it soon. everyone listening, go on Instagram, go on Twitter, hashtag cancel WrestleMania, and follow 
the To Be Blunt Podcast. That's right. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at To Be Blunt Podcast with the number two. two. Of course, to be bluntpodcast.com also at the number two. Make sure you like, subscribe, review our podcast on your favorite platform that you listen to us on. From the Scott, Frank Knox, and Peasy. We'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel. Looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu.